0: Your news program every morning with up to the minute news and extensive analysis of issues from Korea and abroad. This morning with Alex Jensen on TBS EFM.
1: So, you may well have seen the uh, predictions of the Bank of Korea uh, last month suggesting that uh, this year growth will remain in the just above mid 2% range next year, lowering its forecast uh, to 2.8%. And uh, this idea of settling for the 2% range for economic growth is certainly jarring when we consider where the country's come from and where the lofty ambitions had been just uh, a year or two ago and before. But uh, the Bank of Korea has also released a fairly damning report uh, criticizing the structure of the economy, saying reforms require much improvement. Let's now get the views of Professor Kim Sung Hyun from the Department of Economics at Sung University. Good morning. Good morning, Alex. So uh, w- what do you make of the BOK's analysis on structural reforms here?
0: Well, I agree with BOK that structural reform is very slow. Um... And also, BOK warned that structural reform can worsen situation in employment investment in certain sectors and regions in the short run, especially due to restructuring and shipping and shipbuilding industry. Um, while structural reform can bring benefits in the long run, but in the short run, there can be some some costs because it takes time for structural reform to produce positive effects.
1: Yeah, and I mean, there's just been so much criticism of the various reforms that have been proposed as well. Uh, A lot of opposition from labor unions and other groups. Can you just briefly define for us what we mean, though? Uh, Sometimes I think we just take this term for granted, structural reform.
0: Yes, the structural reform basically is to reorganize the structure of a company or industry to obtain the best outcome given limited resources, Typically, it's done through, you know, uh, by shifting resources from the marginal companies to, um, to, more, to companies and industries that have growth potentials in the future. So I think it's, it's like a, you know, surgical uh, remover of cancer from cancer patients. Um, so it, it's necessary um, for, the, for the future. But the problem is that uh, the patient should be strong enough to sustain the surgery.
1: Well, that's a good analogy, uh, but at the same time, um, we, we factor in, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to portray unionists as, as being uh, a disease or anything of that nature, but uh, we do have strong opposition here from unionists, don't we, for example, to labour reform. Can you just uh, also spell out for us some of the difficulties the country faces in terms of getting people to go along with structural reform?
0: Yeah, I mean, structural reform necessarily, you know, brings uh, opposition by uh, those people who have, uh, have powers now. And labor union obviously has power. Um, so that's probably the first area that the structural reform will face difficulties, labor market. Uh, second uh, area is that structural reform will bring a lot of bankruptcies of, you know, marginal zombie companies. So the capital markets and the banking sector will be negatively affected as well.
1: We also have just basic problems like um, the working age here. Uh, In an aging society, our low birth rate uh, does not bode well for the future. How big of a problem is that? I mean, when when we talk about the structure of the economy, some areas are easier to reform than others.
0: Right. So, you know, that's, that's definitely a negative factor. Uh, the working age pop, the slow um, uh, growth in the working age population and the aging society, it has directly related to the long-term growth of the economy. So, in order for the structural reform to have positive effects in the long run, uh, this uh, population structure should uh, be, be also go together with that. But. Uh, the situation is 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 very bad in terms of you know um, birth rate and also the the aging uh, the speed of aging in the in the economy.
1: Um, Professor Kim, you've been quoted in the media as suggesting that uh, the government knows that you know where we're standing at the moment. Long-term plans, not short-term policies, should be put in place. Can you elaborate on that for us?
0: Um. I believe that we actually need both long-term plan and short-term action policies. Um, what I emphasized is that the more important one is that, that we need a leadership um, in guiding us to the right direction and right paradigm. Uh, and once this long-term goal is set, then we can implement short-term action plans. But the thing is that uh, nobody is taking initiative in terms of setting the plans or you know, doing any actions. So that's, that's uh, the biggest problem, uh, especially, you know, due to the loss of leadership in, in the political area as well. Um, without this type of long-term leadership, um, there can be conflicting policies and orders from different organizations in the government, which gives a very bad and conflicting message to the market. So a single voice should come out from the economic leadership.
1: Yeah, I mean, can we just uh, go a little bit further into this point about Chesun Gate, as it's being referred to? This whole scandal surrounding the president's secret confidant and uh, various other allegations surrounding her, calls for the president to step down, talk of the lame duck status uh, intensifying into something like a complete deadlock. Uh, none of that is going to be conducive to improving the economy, is it?
0: Definitely not. Um, it's People, you know, lose confidence in any policies designed and, you know, initiated by this government. So it's definitely a very bad news in any type of economic policies. Uh, we don't know who's going to be the uh, new minister if there is a complete, you know, overhaul of the government's um, um, organization. So the the government officers um, who are supposed to start all these initiatives are not doing anything at all these days. So it, it, it's a big issue.
1: Um, the other thing is to look at this in the bigger picture. Obviously, we have this scandal right now and, and, and it will pass at some point. No matter how long it takes, it will pass and we'll still be in this position where we need to secure growth potential, where we need to look at the structure of the economy and, and those areas that we can change. Can we learn, as the BOK suggests, from the U.S., from Germany, from Japan?
0: Uh, we, the government needs to um, find uh, which sectors can lead Korea's economy in the future. Um, the, the government recently announced that there are nine major sectors uh, that can, you know, uh, bring growth potential in the future. And those areas include, um, you know, artificial intelligence, biomedical, uh, virtual reality, et cetera, et cetera. But these um, uh, areas change over time. Uh, as we have seen that, you know, the Samsung and Hyundai have led the Korean economy, but both of these companies are in trouble these days. So it's important to locate these areas with growth potentials and concentrate all the resources in these sectors. But you know, the devil is in details. Mm. It's, um, it's hard to place out the action plans.
1: What about um, the the idea of of the Bank of Korea and the Finance Ministry clashing in in terms of policy uh, and and rate setting for the future? What final word would you have on that front?
0: Well, they blame each other, which is not a good sign. Uh, they claim that, you know, Bank of Korea, for example, claimed that the government has room for more expansionary fiscal policy, while the finance minister said that BOK has room to lower interest rates. Um, instead of, you know, uh, claiming that other areas have more potentials, they should start acting um, so more expansionary and moni- uh, expansionary monetary and fiscal policies should be used, and they should be used together. Uh, and that's probably the most important thing to do at
1: this time. Well, thank you so much, Professor Kim, for joining us today. Thank you, Professor Kim Sung Hyun from Sungkyunkwan University, and um, actually the same institution uh, scientists at. Sunkin uh, Guan yesterday announced uh, that they'd made progress in terms of these uh, nanobots to, to fight cancer. And you think of those sort of technological breakthroughs that are going under the radar somewhat at the moment. And um, that's the sort of area where Korea could continue to thrive. But we need several growth engines. We'll continue in just a few moments.